Art of the Kickstart, episode 53. Welcome to the Art of the Kickstart.com, where entrepreneurs are constantly pushing the envelope to build businesses of greatness. Inventors are innovating, creating the products of the future. And backers stand strong for what they believe. These are some of the great thinkers, inventors, and leaders of our time. Here are their stories. Hey guys, one of the biggest challenges and questions that I've been getting quite a bit from inventors and innovators out there, and just things I've seen from over 50 plus podcast interviews, is some of the challenges that people have when they're launching their Kickstarter campaign. They want to know, do they have everything ready? Is there anything they missed? So I just put together a checklist, 23 steps to make sure your Kickstarter campaign is absolutely ready to dominate when you launch. You guys can get that for free by going to artofthekickstart.com slash checklist. Just signing up and hopefully that will help you launch your campaign hassle-free and just get it off the ground and running smooth. Hey guys, welcome to Art of the Kickstart. Today we've got a pretty awesome interview planned for you guys with Michael Resnick of Upcart, the company that's helping you take heavy freaking stuff up those absolutely annoying stairs. We've all done it. We all hate it. Thank you so much for coming, Michael, and thanks for the product. It's pretty cool. Awesome. I'm glad you like it, and thanks for inviting me to be a part of this. So the first thing we kick these interviews off with is a life quote or a success quote, something you live by that other people can kind of get something from. Got anything? Yeah. You know, one of my favorite quotes has always been Occam's Razor, is basically that the simplest answer is usually the correct one. And we've actually adopted that entire engineering philosophy. So we really believe that the best solutions are the simplest ones that work. And that's kind of been one of our mantras through this process. I love that you say you brought it into engineering. This is one of those things that everybody learns and we all ignore. Keep it simple, stupid. Otherwise, you're just going to overdo it, overdesign and screw stuff up. Absolutely. So you launched your Kickstarter campaign literally two days ago. This thing is taken off. You've already raised over $7,000. We talked a little bit about Upcart, but what is it? Where'd the idea come from. It's something that's so simple and yet you're making it happen. Tell us the story. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's great. My business partner is actually the inventor and he had this brilliant idea. We've been longtime family friends and he, he talked about it with me. And I, you know, I spent my whole career trying to help people solve problems. And when he shared this with me, I just thought, oh my God, one of the cool things about being an inventor is your ability to extend your reach and really kind of help solve a problem that hasn't been solved yet. And when we saw this unique way of just really simply applying a an existing technology of three wheels, but you couldn't do it to a chassis that folded. And when we were able to actually do this, the applications are just remarkable. I mean, think about right now we're doing a handcart, but our vision is more than just a handcart. Baby strollers, wheelchairs, real mobility products to help people who struggle with obstacles. Absolutely. This was actually something that I thought about in university for senior design. It's perfect. Make a wheelchair that handicapped people can go up and down the stairs, but it's tough. We thought about it and we decided, you know what? We can't even handle that. But you guys are making it happen right now. You and your partner have created something that everyone struggled with, where you try to lift it up and it's just clunk, clunk, clunk every time you go down the steps. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the challenges you guys have had? You've been working on this business. When did it start? What's kind of the, the timeline that you've been taking it from idea to inception? Yeah, so it's actually been a long time coming. The original patent application was filed over three and a half years ago. It's a very long and tedious process. And, you know, a lot of it's refining the concept 
the idea, making sure that, you know, we are novel and we aren't infringing on anyone else's intellectual property. But then beyond that, a concept is just a concept until you can refine it into something that's tangible and a real product. So we spent a lot of time, you know, conducting market research and refining the engineering. We've built numerous prototypes and have taken them through the paces. And, you know, we've learned a lot of great lessons along the way. Something as simple as just what's the right size of the wheels? And, you know, how do you position the handle? And does it lock or not lock? It's a long process to really make sure that you're putting together a product that stays true to being simple, but yet still provides all those additional benefits that really differentiate it. That's what makes it beautiful. When you see a simple product, you think, okay, this is pretty simple. No, it's the exact opposite. So much extra work goes into it. And I hate when I hear people say, I have this great idea for something. I have a business. It's the exact opposite. I have this great idea. Now there's this massive timeline of actually getting it to market. You've had these challenges and it's just, it's a pain. When do you start getting this to people? When do you start getting feedback on how to improve? Yeah, it's a great question. So, I mean, as I mentioned, it's been a long journey. We've been really fortunate that we've had some great advisors and friends and people to see the product, touch it, feel it with our prototypes and give us feedback. And we're actually really excited because now with our Kickstarter campaign, we're actually taking it to the crowd and to the mass public and putting it in front of everybody and asking for feedback. And what's been wonderful about this process is you mentioned it's only day three of our campaign, but we've had such great feedback from emails, people with ideas about, hey, can you put a pocket on the bag? Hey, what about, you know, can you put one large wheel on it and make it a beach cart? You know, things like we've already kind of had ideas around, but we're getting different feedback on what's the length of the handle. Can you change the colors of the wheels? It's great to um, actually get real people who are thinking about how they would use this. You know, we've had people tell us, oh, what if you put a laundry basket on this? Moms could use this to help them get laundry up and down the house. Or, you know, you could use this if you're a pharmaceutical sales rep. And so it's just been a lot of great feedback from people on how they envision the product in their lives. I think that brings up a real valid question. A lot of times when you have something cool and innovative, people are going to have a million different ideas and solutions for it. They're going to tell you what you should do. How do you know who you should listen to? Who's really important? This is kind of the way we want to go. And this might not be what we need to do. If we focus on that, it's going to kill our focus. Yeah, you know, that's a fantastic question. We've actually struggled with that a little bit because, you know, you you ask people for advice and you don't want to not take it to heart. And so what I would say is what's helped us through this is you have to stay true to your vision for what you want this product to be. And you have to listen in earnest and, you know, appreciate the feedback as a gift. But at the same time, though, you can't take everyone's advice and feedback. Otherwise, you'll never get out of the design engineering process. Sometimes you just have to stick true to your vision and stay true to yourself for what you want to accomplish and thank them and be appreciative of their input. But you also have to make decisions to move the product forward. That's another huge thing. So a lot of inventors, they'll work forever perfecting something. They have this idea and they don't test it. You guys worked on this for a little over three years, like you were saying. How do you know that you should keep going forward with this? There's got to be doubts at that point. Like, uh, are we definitely doing this? Is this a great idea? How do you know? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I think you get to a point where you have to say, here is the problem we're trying to solve. Have we successfully solved it? Does it mean that this is the final version of the up cart? Absolutely not. We've got additional ideas and improvements we want to make, but we're confident that we're at a point where we've set clearly this is the problem we're setting out to solve and the product as it stands addresses that need. The opportunity in future versions to continue to enhance the functionality, even add different versions of the product. But as long as we knew and had clarity of what we're setting out to accomplish, and then we can test to say, we've accomplished that, we're ready. Okay, I think that's huge. Why Kickstarter? Why crowdfunding? Did you have a background in that before? Some people go VC. What's your thought process for that? Yeah, we, we actually didn't have a background in crowdfunding before, but what we've got is so much fantastic feedback. Whenever we show the card or show the video or, you know, put in front of people and they've been so supportive and the outreach we've gotten has been so positive that we felt that this was a really fantastic way to not only help bring the product 
product to market, but really test the market. I know that crowdfunding is a very specific niche of the market, but it's also a way to really extend our reach and really see, will people benefit from this? Do they see how they can use this product in their lives? And what better test than to put it out there and, and open yourself up to that kind of feedback? What are the next steps for you guys? Once this campaign funds, it's going to fund. I think it's going to make it. You guys have plenty of time left. You've got some momentum. What happens next? That's a great question. Basically, we've done a lot of work. We've been to China. We've identified manufacturing partners, and we've got a great partner that once we successfully fund, we're going to go ahead and start the manufacturing process. It's creating the tooling, the molds, starting to get real product to actually test it for destruction and load. And then we'll go and we'll do our first production run and fulfill all the orders from Kickstarter. Our ideal vision is we have a couple additional products in the works. So we have this basic multi-purpose up cart. As I mentioned, we have a beach cart that we want to release. Then we actually have a lighter weight, lower cost grocery cart, specifically targeted to the elderly and geriatric or people with disability who need some basic assistance with a lightweight cart that can get their groceries and, and products over stairs. But as I mentioned earlier, our vision is really to become a mobility products company. You know, when we think about things like wheelchairs, there's a lot of R&D and testing that has to go in before you can put a product like that out to market. And so what we really love to do is establish the Upcart as a brand and really a technology that people associate with mobility and really then take the feedback from our consumers and say, where do we go next? Okay, that is definitely the way to go, in my opinion. Not that it really matters too much, but I love what you guys are doing. I want to jump now into the launch round. How's that sound, Michael? Sure. Welcome to the launch round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. So first question for you, as an entrepreneur, how do you create something amazing? How do you find a problem worth solving? You know, I think everybody encounters problems every day in their lives. It basically comes down to, are you going to become a victim to it or are you going to take ownership and figure out a way to solve it? We all go through our day and just deal with the nuisances that impact us. And at some point, you know, you have to go and say, you know what, I know there's got to be a better way and I'm willing to try to do something. And and you just, you do it. Locus of control. Absolutely. You take responsibility. And you guys are doing that. Have there been any role models, entrepreneurial heroes? for you growing up or in your business life, people you've looked up to that you would just absolutely kill to spend an afternoon with, pick their brains? Yeah, you know, and I think many of us are fortunate enough to find a lot of great people in our existing lives that inspire us. And for me, I'm a bit of a geek because I'm a lean Six Sigma black belt. I've been a process guy most of my life. And one of the people that if I can go back in time and speak to, I would actually really love to speak with Henry Ford. This was a guy that everyone associates with assembly line, but it was so much more than that. What he really did was he leveraged innovation to revolutionize the entire manufacturing process. He basically made it so that products that were unaccessible to the masses became cost effective and became something that wasn't a luxury item or something that could help people every day. And so I would love to speak with Henry Ford. That's one of the people I look up to. Henry Ford is so motivational. He failed starting a car company so many times and just still managed to make it happen. And the question for you, basically going back to the past, let's say you could go back to yourself coming out of college or coming out of whatever you did. What would you tell yourself when you were around mid-20s to change your life? Would you go the same path? You know, I've always lived my life without going back and looking at regrets. I mean, we all make mistakes and you have to just choose to, you know, what you learn from them and your mistakes are what craft who you are and your experiences. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited where I'm at in my life with my family and my business. And I honestly wouldn't change a thing. I mean, you know, I I sincerely believe in Upcard and I know we're going to be successful. And, you know, I wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for the life experience I already have. Starting a business with a family is an absolute nightmare from what I've heard. Talk (laughs) us through that. How 
how does somebody do that with the support of their family, keep everything in line, such busyness, craziness? Give us a little insight into that. Well, first and foremost, you have to have an amazingly supportive wife. And um, I'm fortunate enough to have a fantastic wife that supports me and the family with helping the children. And you also have to not lose track of what's most important. You know, it's easy to get caught up in spending your entire evening on the computer, responding to emails and working. You have to take time out and focus on your children and your family. You know, I'm still managed to be the den leader for my son's Cub Scouts and my daughter has soccer games we try to attend. So you'd have to find that balance and it's different for everybody. Absolutely loves Cub Scouts. The Pinewood Derby races were the bomb. So They absolutely are. <laughs> ne- next question for you, Michael. So this is Art of the Kickstart. This is all about crowdfunding. Have there been any campaigns that have really taught you something or really pumped you up, really made you want to get into Kickstarter and crowdfunding? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I actually funded a couple um, crowdfunding campaigns long before I ever expected I would be on Kickstarter myself. And one of the ones that really stuck out with me, there was this crowdfunding campaign called the Nifty Mini Drive. So I'm a Mac guy. I love my Mac. And the little SD cards that you put in for memory stick out past the edge of the case. And I saw this really simple yet elegant solution, which you can use a micro SD card and engineered a special little tray that would allow it to fit in the full size compartment, but it was flush with the edge of the case. So it was seamless. So kind of back to my engineering philosophy, those simple solutions are usually the best. And that was just brilliant. I mean, you know, why didn't someone think of that earlier? And you never worry have to about breaking those little SD cards off in your MacBook. So you brought up Mac, which basically is aesthetics, design and perfection in such a way. And at the same time, keep it simple. How do you know? When do you focus on design? When do you focus on functionality? Where's the balance between the two? Yeah, and that, that's a fantastic question. It's a difficult balance to strike form and function. We struggle with that even with the upcart. It's a utilitarian product, right? It's something to help with mobility, but you don't want to put something out there that's aesthetically unappealing. And so we struggle. We went through numerous iterations of wheel design. You know, we went through handle discussions. And the reality is, is that you'll never get it perfect. You have to get it good and then take feedback from your consumers and your customers and continue to improve. It's all about continuous refinement, continuous improvement. You never hit that end goal. You just keep going. That's right. Last question of the launch round, Michael. Entrepreneurial books, business books, life books. Have there been any that changed or transformed your life? You know, I've had the fortune of being able to read a lot of them. And there's some really great things out there. You know, um, good to great is always a crowd pleaser. But I actually take it back to something really simple. There was two books. One was from Stephen Covey, which was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Because that's all about kind of looking at yourself and how do you prioritize, how do you manage your life and your time and how do you focus on what's the most important and how to win friends and influence people. I mean, I think ultimately we live in a world where relationships are so important. And, you know, I've been so flattered the times that I've had enough courage to ask for help. It's been given and it just comes back to the strength of your relationships and you being willing to prioritize what's most important. Those are three absolutely amazing books. I've already listened to Win Friends and Influence People twice. Guys, you can check any of those out free. Artofthekickstart.com slash audible. Listen to them wherever. But those are absolutely amazing books. And I want to jump back now to you guys, to the business. So your campaign just barely started and yet you're off running. What did you do in pre-launch for this campaign to make sure you came out with a bang? Yeah, it's been a, a lot of work leading up to this point. I think part of it is you have to be able to tell your story and you have to be able to tell your story clearly. I was actually uh, fortunate enough, I competed in a local kickstart competition here in Columbus, Ohio. And it was my first opportunity to actually pitch the upcart in front of a group of local entrepreneurs and business people. And they were very you know, brutal and harsh and giving candid feedback, but it wasn't brutal or harsh. They were honest and that's what I needed to hear. And, you know, you have to be able to tell your story succinctly. And so a lot of it was just getting out there and making sure that our video communicated what the product does with our pictures and the, the messaging kind of support 
towards that vision of how you want to position the product. But then it's also, as I mentioned, you know, being willing to ask for help. We identified all of our friends, family, our network of friends, and really reached out to them and asked them not to support us by buying a cart, but support us by spreading the word so that people who truly would benefit from it can find out about it. Right? Of course, our friends will support us through the campaign, but it's more important to get the word out. And if you've truly created a product that solves a problem, then the product should sell itself. And so a lot of leading up to this campaign was making sure that we were identifying the people who would see this as something that helps them. Absolutely. If it's not necessarily something for all the relatives, everybody, just get them to help you. You want to become that virus that just explodes across the internet. So get people to share it for you. And you've been awesome, Michael. I know you got to run pretty soon, but I got one last question before I let you go. One piece of advice for inventors, entrepreneurs, people out there that want to do something absolutely amazing. If you could just tell them one thing that would change their life, their business, what would it be? You know, I think we touched upon it a little bit earlier in that if you see a problem out there and you have a vision for how you can fix it, stay true to that vision and you go for it. Test and learn, right? Make mistakes. But as long as you sincerely believe that you've got something that will address a need, then don't be afraid to just go in and work towards achieving that and get feedback, ask for advice, but don't lose the purpose of what you were trying to do. Fail fast, learn fast. Something like that is what you guys are doing. And I think that's huge for people to hear. Now, I got to give you a chance. Your Kickstarter campaign's live. You've come on here. You've shared a pretty cool story. You've shared how people can build something amazing. Pitch your product. Pitch Upcart. Why should people check you out? Why are you guys the coolest thing since sliced bread? Fantastic. Thank you. I mean, if you've ever struggled with getting anything heavy or bulky over a sidewalk curb, a stair, if you are a person who has to carry a heavy toolbox, if you ever had to move furniture, you got to call all your friends over to help you because it takes you know two people to lift anything heavy. If you know anybody who's elderly or disabled and has struggles getting groceries into their house, even my sister, she's healthy, young, 40-year-old, and she lives in a fifth-floor walk-up in Manhattan, and she shops day-to-day because she can't carry a bunch of groceries up the stairs. This is a product that's really for anybody who's ever had to move something over stairs but doesn't want to take up a lot of space, right? Nobody wants to get a bulky, expensive cart that you have to stick in some place where you don't have room to keep it. The up cart is that answer. It it has all the benefits of being stable, can go over stairs and obstacles. It even reduces the amount of effort required to pull anything heavy over an obstacle. So it reduces the risk of fatigue and injury, yet it folds completely flat and stows away. I mean, there's so many applications for this product. It's something that I see many, many people benefiting from. I see you guys absolutely killing it with moving companies. I mean, you're just going up and down those steps. It's terrible. We've all done it, and it's a pain. Guys, check them out. At the very least, reach out, share Michael's campaign. Thank him for coming on the podcast and being awesome. And thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Art of the Kickstart, where we believe makers, inventors, and entrepreneurs are changing the world and bringing humanity forward into the future. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and it's been a pleasure guiding you through this journey of creation and innovation. I hope you're inspired by this and check out artofthekickstart.com to get more information and tactics to help you launch your own business, product, and dreams.